everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And this is Everybody, everybody in the, the conference, conference Room. That's right. Welcome to another episode. Uh, guys, we took a week off. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah. I know. There he was, missed us that much. There's literally, there's people reaching out to us on Reddit. Like, we got a DM from our buddy, uh, the Merc with a Movie blog, and he's like, are you guys, is everything okay? Are you oh, guys okay? No. <laughs> Adam died. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> this got really dark really fast. Sorry. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. He was just checking up on us. But yeah, we're, we're good. Uh, Andy and I went on a vacation. It's yeah, summertime, people. Chillax. A week we were and chillaxing. a half. Quit Pam Messi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bam. We, Bam. Bam. That was like the longest vacation we've ever gone on in our entire time knowing each other. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because yeah. that was almost two weeks. Yeah, it was a week yeah, and a half. Yeah, it was just under. Yeah. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So wow. we're rested, rejuvenated. You can probably hear it in our voice. And we're recording at a different time. So much is different. Yes. I know. It's like the middle. We There's usually more record. light. I feel like I'm not as cool looking. I know. <laughs> neon lights. Actually, why is the light on? <laughs> it's just I wanted it to be, and we're not drinking. What did the what? How who, who planned this? I have a Technically, Lacroix. I have, okay. I have a Lacroix too. Yeah, so you so know not. I declined a drink. There you go. To anything. Um, but hey, welcome to the episode, everybody. Make sure that uh, you subscribe and uh, on iTunes. And if you leave us a review, uh, especially if it's a five star, that's really helpful. And if you leave us a five star, we will read it live on the air. Um, as long as it doesn't mess with our explicit rating. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or if it says something bad about us, then we won't read that either. Even if it's a five star? What if they put it as a five star to, dis- to disguise it? Still, <laughs> hey, still we'll take it. it. You could do that too. If you hate us, still give us five stars. That would be amazing. Um, and make sure you tell a friend about the show. It's a great tangible way to help out. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash an office pod. And uh, tonight for our after party at Poor Richards, um, we're not going to do exclusive audio. Instead, we have a treat for you. A few weeks back, we talked about a birthday heist oh, yeah. oh, that Andy was pulling that she brought everybody in on, including our patrons. And we have video it was of beautiful. the heist going down. And mm-hmm. so uh, if you head on over to Patreon, uh, that video will be up there. And that's a little treat you can check out. And it's cool because it shows us in our actual office. That's right. Together, our office spaces. All that fun stuff. Yeah, and you get to see you get to see Our the coworkers. heist in action. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three bucks a month gets you access to that. And uh, also speaking of Patreon, I want to say thanks to our sponsors, our twenty dollars patrons, assistance to the regional manager. We're talking about Saf and Brian Cavazos. Thank you guys. And I heard my sister's on Patreon now. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes. She even liked us. A little shout out. She doesn't like you, to but Adam's she likes sister. us. No, that must be it. It must be <laughs> coming. If she likes you guys, that yeah. must be She's it. Coming like, on as a new patron. Yeah, she uh, she joined in uh, as one of our new uh, patrons. Poor Richards, right? Yes, and so uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thank you cool. for that. Amazing. She's gonna get to see that birthday heist in action. Nice. That's right. So tonight uh, we're going to break down uh, episode season two, episode eleven, the booze cruise. Uh, we're also gonna take a look at a prank that Jim pulls right off the bat. Yes. He does not hold back. It right is there. just right at the beginning of the episode. And I know that we talked about that maybe for this episode, for Patreon, trying to do our own booze cruise. That would have been cool. Believe it or not, it's sort of hard to find a booze cruise in a state that is mostly <laughs> desert and is also a dry state. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's, uh, 
not yeah i guess it won't be too that would be really hard it's a little challenging when you go across the border to nevada they probably have those every three miles yeah over in uh over in windover as caleb called it the sin bin bin. (laughs) that's what it is called yeah it's probably a booze road trip there you go oh booze bus there you go uh all right so you guys ready to jump into this episode Sure. Let's jump right in. Yeah. Here we go. So tonight, Dwight gets some real responsibility. Michael is ready to motivate. Stanley's a globetrotter. And Jim will never, ever, ever give up. This is Booze Cruise, Season 2, Episode 11 of The Office. All right, so the episode opens with Dwight walking into the break room, and it looks like he's ready for a snack. And when he goes to the vending machine, he finds that all of the tasty goodies have been replaced <laughs> with all of his office supplies. Well, what's funny is, did he come into the office just hungry, like straight to the snack? So that's what I wondered, too. Vending I was thinking, machine, like, he must have like, gone straight to it. Yeah, how did you not notice when you showed up and sat at your desk that nothing was at your desk? Well, do we know it's the morning? What if over, like, a lunch break or something... Jim took all this stuff. Maybe oh. Dwight went into the bathroom and Jim is like, this is, is usually, long this is usually when Dwight takes his long bathroom break. <laughs> it's hour long. Yeah, exactly. It's and his 2 p.m. Oh, I was going to say something really good. It's his number two at two. <laughs> <laughs> number two at two. <laughs> so uh, all his stuff is in the vending machine and he immediately knows that Jim is responsible. Uh, he says Jim has a good relationship with, is it Steve, the... Vending machine the vending guy. machine yeah. guy. But uh, Pam walks in and she's like, oh, what do I want? She buys his pencil cup and uh, Dwight is going to buy it back from her. But then he realizes <laughs> he doesn't even have his wallet. No wallet. His wallet is in the vending machine. <laughs> oh. I mean, is Jim like a pickpocket? So it must point? have been yeah. what you're saying. It must be that it was later on in the day. I it guess. had to be. Because how, how would he have gotten his wallet? Ah. <sighs> I think it must be. It was the it number two be. or two. So yeah, obviously sure. this is this is the prank that Jim pulls. So later on in the episode, we are going to, you know, break this thing down, rate it, give it some troop books. This mm-hmm. is a good one. It's a good one. There's some there's some layers here. I like it. Uh, but Jim just says, Hey, here's a bag of nickels, <laughs> you know, get to work basically. And Stanley Nichols. Yeah, and Dwight is just all for it. He's like five, ten, fifteen, just counting them in. So there you go. Uh, so then Michael arrives and uh, he's saying hi to everybody. And we find out that he sent out a mysterious memo saying, hey, guys, it's time for our mm. first quarter camaraderie event. You need to bring a swimsuit, a toothbrush, rubber-soled shoes, and a ski mask. Just trying to throw him off the scent. <laughs> Is there something besides <laughs> rubber-soled shoes? Uh, not rubber-soled Shoes. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, that the not sense. ones. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, no. no. Even my sandals. Oh, yeah, there like, is. Like the dollar sandals from Old Navy. Aren't those made out of rubber? It's plastic. Oh, that's more of a plastic, isn't rubber? it? Uh, <laughs> that was a dumb thing. Can you delete that? <laughs> we digress. Um, <laughs> and so we see that you know Jim and Pam are breaking it down and talking about how you know he's going to have us rob a bank and then escape through the sewer and brush our teeth together. So mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the perfect crime. So then we go to Mike's office, and I love this because Stanley walks in, and I don't know if you've been in this position, but as somebody who like sings a lot of like random songs throughout oh, the day, yeah. if you get in a position where somebody's not letting you finish the line, doesn't it kill you? Well, yeah, Andy makes reference to that later, but no, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you gotta, I don't you know that. You gotta finish the melody. <laughs> 
Do you experience this? Me, me randomly singing and people cutting me off? No, I do not have extensive experience in that. But I know that it drives Rob crazy and I have experience in being... Oh, I got to try this now. Yeah, I just... Uh, being the reciprocant of that This anger. is a moment that I can totally identify with Michael. Stanley <laughs> Bobanley. Fee-fi-fo family. Or is it me, my mo manly? I don't know. I don't... Banana fan of family. Hey, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley, <laughs> he just has to finish it. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, but Stanley wants to know: Is this an overnight? Do I need to let my wife know that she's not going to come into work? Like, what's going on? And no, all good questions. Sure. Means overnight. Like, what if they're just doing some sort of prank where they have to eat something gross? Like, yeah, it could onions be and fish. Some I be- like onions and I like fish. I know they're great. <laughs> they but you mouth. would kind of want to brush your teeth after that. Mm. It doesn't sound like Adam would want to. He wants to savor that I good. Like, I kind of like that taste. Fishy We're onion like Adam, flavor. it's been three days. It no longer smells like fish. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and so he doesn't want to spoil the surprise, but yes, it's not going to be overnight. You're going to be fine. And he tells him we're going on a booze cruise uh-huh. on Lake Winnipaka. Winnipaka. Yeah. Uh, and to that, Stanley says, in January. <laughs> Which I identify with Michael in this because I thought, man, if I was the boss and I was trying to make cuts, you know, I like a good deal. It's cheaper. So, so maybe, yeah, so it's cheaper. So maybe we do a boost cruise in January and they're all bundled up. I mean, good on Michael. This, you know, back a few episodes when he's trying to figure out what the big surprise is. He's like, he's got the, like the coal elevator oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, like, the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. This was a good idea. Oh, yeah. This was a great idea. Hey, I would take booze cruise in January. For sure. I'd, I'd be oh, okay sure. with it. For sure. You could figure it out. Yeah. Um, we always like fun, though. We would take anything in January. Absolutely. It's like, hey, McDonald's. Yep. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I love McDonald's. <laughs> so uh, Michael basically says, like, this is not just going to be a party. It's not just a booze cruise. This will be a leadership training mm. exercise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he's in the conference room. <laughs> Sorry, that was Stanley. He just popped <laughs> Booza is what you meant to say. Um, so he's in the conference room, and he basically announces to the crew, like, hey, we're going on a harbor cruise, and there's, it's just like crickets. Yeah. And then he lets him know it's a booze cruise to which Meredith is like so excited. Yes. And you can tell she's like a little ashamed after she like gives her her excitement for this event. And then she like kind of like goes back. Who's the alcoholic in here? Kind of. So Ryan basically says, hey, I got a big test coming up for business school. Is it okay for me to skip and study for this test? No. No, it's mandatory. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, Ryan. This... Is, this is going to turn your life around. <laughs> you don't need to get a good grade on the test when you're on the booze cruise That's with right. Michael Scott. This booze cruise is going to save you. Yeah. This is going to be the watershed moment of your life. Uh, we find out that Kelly bought a swimsuit that she can no longer return. And that sucks. Way mm. to go, Michael. Mm. Uh, and we have Where a clip- did she think they were going in January? That would actually the require... Bahamas. Yeah, maybe the Bahamas. Oh, sure. That sounds the like Michael. The Bahamas. Uh, Hawaii. Jamaica. She's like, this is the best office ever. They have a history of doing cool things that involve traveling overseas. (laughs) Cabo, Cabo, San Lucas. I think it just speaks to Kelly because she's really like fashion like person. So she's like swimsuit and she went out and spent three hours like shopping for a swimsuit. That's right. Must have been. She is not getting reimbursed for that. It was made very clear. Uh, So we have a clip here, but uh, Brenda is there from corporate and uh, Michael says, hey, she's here to learn from my wisdom as well. Mm -hmm. And then he short of, he he short of, short of, he short of, he short of, he sort of shares uh, his muse for, for this, this exercise and this wisdom that he's going to share. And so let's Mm -hmm. check this out. What I have to say, I am a great motivational speaker. I attended 
a Tony Robbins event by the airport last year, <laughs> and it wasn't the actual course. You have to pay for the actual course. But it talked about the actual course. And I've incorporated a lot of his ideas into my own course. Lean. <laughs> sure. Yeah, makes sense. That's talk about getting a deal. Yeah, go for free. Yeah. <laughs> go for free and watch the preview. Yeah, pretty much then got it. Then apply it to your life. It'll change you. Yeah, uh, I, I could pretty much teach this after just this one event, so we're good. Uh, so then Michael begins this kind of... Uh, he has this analogy for the office that he feels like is really going to hit hard and is going to make sense. And so he says, leader, mm-hmm. ship. The word ship is hidden in leadership. Okay, so what? you want to know how much I nerd it? So I watched this yesterday with my wife. Sure. And she's a linguistics major. Oh, and okay. so a lot of times I ask her, I say, what is the etymology? I think that's what the word. Where sure. does the word come from? Etymomy? Yeah. <laughs> Etym- yeah, the <laughs> etymomy of the word. The derivation? I, yeah, the, der- yeah, the, <laughs> the deviation of the etymomy? Yeah. And I said, like, does that come from, maybe it's like the leader of a ship. Maybe that's how we get leadership. <laughs> oh my god! And then she just said, it's just so "I don't know." Simple. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just said, "I don't she's know." She's like, "Oh, Adam." But I was like, "No, lead, It's the leader of the ship. That's how he just put those two words together." There you that's, go. That's it. That's how Michael Scott did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he basically explains like, if the office is a ship, then I am the captain. Puts on his. Is this an excuse for Michael Scott just to go out Wait, and buy? Wait, I just feel like everybody should know captain? that Rob oh, absolutely. continues to put on a pretend captain hat you as can't he's see talking. It. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's can't just see like that I'm putting mining. on his captain Look, hat. It's, he's on his podcast. it's a little crooked. I feel like you should know that. You may want to turn it <laughs> This podcast is like a ship. And if it is, then I'm the captain. He just put his, sure. hat on his, his invisible hat. Then I am the princess and here is my sash. What am I? You are You're the, navigator. the nerd. You have your glasses. You're the navigator. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> you said... That works. Is this an oh, excuse for Michael out. to go out and buy and then put on a captain's hat? Or do you yes. think he owns a captain's hat already? Ooh. And he looks in his closet and just goes, you know what? There it is. Oh, yeah. Let's do a, I'm, I'm the captain. Let's do a ship. I'm not sure he's that planned out ahead. I bet you he was like, oh, I can go buy a captain's hat. And that's like the first thing he did. Perfect he excuse. just ran with it. Yeah. I'm going to get reimbursed for this. I because wouldn't be surprised if he has a, it. It is a company expense. And that's just his like weekend attire with his jeans. Could be, yeah. Maybe some role-playing stuff. Who knows? The mystery of Michael. Yikes. (laughs) Let's keep that part of mystery. (laughs) Michael is the captain of this ship, and we're all on the same boat, all those kind of things. He asks them, so if we have the sales department, they would be... And Daryl chimes in and says, how about they're the sales? sales? Which is like... Perfect. Actually, it works. Totally makes sense. Yeah, it works. <laughs> they catch the winds of of the right. sails. They, they are the thing that forward quickly yep, goes forward. There you go. Uh, but no, they're the furnace. The sales department is the furnace sure. on Titanic. Yeah, and he then makes some references to Titanic, where Jim. I think he's playing dumb here and basically oh, yes. trying to make it seem like he's never seen Titanic. No, he's definitely saying that. That's yeah. However, why are you so sure? I you've feel never seen Michael's that? pain. <laughs> Because Titanic is one of the movies you have not seen. I have not seen it, but I know enough references, but I love that they're just like saying nobody could possibly have not seen this. So in this in this moment, this is another time where I just, the pain in Michael Scott's heart, I feel. Because anytime I bring up one of these movies and you're like, I'm sorry, what, what movie is it? What, what movie is <laughs> I just love how long they, they, they take it. Oh, I think you're thinking of The Hunt for Red October. October. <laughs> yeah, Pam chimes in. She knows exactly where it's going. Uh, and then we get a quick cut to Jim saying, I guarantee you 
He's like, I will wager my next paycheck that within the first hour, Michael will do I'm King of the World. Yeah, yeah. So we get to wait and see if that happens. Um, and then so Michael is still trying to push this sales is the furnace. So he's like, you know, they're down in the engine room and they're shoveling the coal and they're dirty and they're grimy and they're singing their ethnic songs. Mm. Wait, maybe it's the warehouse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my gosh. So great. Yeah. So then we cut over to the cruise. It's actually time for the booze cruise. Everybody's getting on the boat. That's right. It's time to party. And Michael is right there with Captain Jack. And he's sort of... A, not Sparrow. Not Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, okay. oh, right. This guy's got nothing on I got it. Captain okay. Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. This guy's a tool bag compared to him. Well, Anyways. Uh, <laughs> that escalated oops. quickly. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, so uh, Mike, uh, Michael is right there. He's greeting everybody. He's, he's kind of in a fun way assigning them all these different roles uh-huh. from Gilligan's Island. Are you familiar with Gilligan's Island? Yeah, I actually did. I remember a lot of times when we used to go on vacations and stuff, we didn't have cable. So that hotels, there'd be cable and there's TBS. TV land. Or oh, T- TV, TV land. land. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where it was. Yeah. There you go. See? So uh, Pam is Marianne. Makes sense. Jim and, okay, the purse girl is here. Katie, right? I didn't even know they were still dating. That's yeah. right. Well, the last thing that we heard was, from them was uh, at Jim's party. When oh, remember right. they're going the upstairs, yeah. and Ryan's like, "Hey, how's it going with Katie? Can uh, I have her number?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was probably just one of those things where it's like you can have a plus one, and Jim's like, "Oh, I'll ask her to come, right? Couldn't it be that?" Sure. I guess so. It's cash. I was Not surprised to, to see her there, mm. but uh, Jim and the purse girl are Professor and Ginger. Uh, <laughs> Angela is Mrs. Howell. Love her. Um, I love Kelly. Is the native? Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> For friggin' Michael Scott. Uh, and Stanley is a globetrotter. Yeah, so what is works. he referencing? Okay, so... You don't know the globetrotters? I mean, I know the globetrotters. The Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. so but, there was like this thing. So with all those shows back in the day, you had like Gilligan's Island, but even things like, like Scooby-Doo uh-huh. and uh, the Jetsons or the Flintstones, like they would randomly do like celebrity cameos. Oh, so you'd get yeah. these things of like oh, Scooby-Doo okay. meets the Globetrotters. Or I think there was like Scooby-Doo meets Simon and Garfunkel, like all okay, this weird okay, stuff. Okay. Yeah. And so I think there was an episode, if I remember correctly, where somehow the Harlem Globetrotters also shipwreck <laughs> on the same island. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they just show up with their balls. Exactly. And so Stanley mm. is a Globetrotter. Uh, and then so why funny. is he a Globetrotter? Probably because um, of his color. Oh, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019. <laughs> so, I was waiting for somebody to say it. So then Michael says he's the skipper, and Dwight gets to be Gilligan, which should uh-huh. be an insult, but Dwight is all about it. Oh, he loves that, though. Yeah, he's cool. Very, he's very cool. He says. Um, but then we have a clip here. This is where the power struggle mm. between our two captains begins. So oh, let's boy. check out this clip. Uh, one of the Globetrotters, I am the skipper, and Dwight, you will be Gilligan. Cool. Actually, uh, I'm the skipper, okay. but you could be Gilligan. No, oh, I'd rather die. <laughs> I am Michael Scott. I am the captain of this party. I'm Captain Jack. I'm captain of the ship. Ah. I'm also captain of anyone who sets foot on the ship. Hi, welcome aboard. <laughs> okay. In an office, when you are ranking people, manager is higher than captain. On a boat, who knows? It's nebulous. No. It's, it's nebulous. nebulous. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> and then there um, he is. And then immediately before they even leave the dock, Michael Scott, I'm king of the world. <laughs> there you go. Before they even leave. That's right. 
they don't even they don't even shove away from the dock. Shove and it. He is. You shove it. You shove it. And uh, he's king of the world. That is a funny image. They don't shove away from the dock. Yeah, you shove off. Yeah, you kind of right? like kick. Well, with a small boat, you kind of like push. Yeah. Isn't shove. that a, isn't that a technical nautical yeah, term? Shove off. To shove off. They don't even leave the dock. Yeah. That doesn't make more sense. Just shove it. Shove it, Andy. <laughs> before they can, he's king of the world. Before they can even shove it. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, so then uh, we go inside, and Captain Jack is trying to do introductions, but we sort of get that same sort of like shades of Mr. Brown. That sounds a little weird. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Uh, but like, <laughs> when he was trying to lead Diversity Day, and you have Michael right there, like sort yeah. of mimicking and oh, yeah. like speaking right but after again, him. But that's in the office, so he—that's his realm. He's kind of the boss. He feels like the boss of everybody. It's true. Here, but here, here, it's huh? nebulous. It's nebulous. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Can I be honest? Nope. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't Never be. Mind. No, you can't Is it going to lose our clean rating? What do you no. think? Okay. <laughs> just stew on it. Maybe we'll come back I don't to know it. what that word means. <laughs> nebulous? Yeah. Then I'm like, do I really want to tell these guys? Do I really uh, want to show that card? Is the, the word he's looking for is nebulous, right? Yeah, nebulous is the pr- correct pronunciation now. I guess oh, that's I don't why know. I don't know that word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just means it's like... Yeah, just hazy, foggy. Yeah, it's hazy. It's kind of like yeah, scary. You're yeah, not really yeah. sure. They're yeah. both throwing their hands up in the air like really? monkeys. Like, yeah. Take your around. right and your left hand it's and like just hazy. put it above your head and just go back and forth with them. That's what <laughs> oh, doing. I get it now. It was yeah. the image that made it click. <laughs> um, I will say Mr. Brown handled it much better than Captain Jack. Captain Jack was a little stern. Hey, and Cap- got a little rough. Captain Jack is hardcore, though. He yeah, was, he you know, he's a veteran. liking yeah, power veteran. as well. That's right. He is Captain Michael Scott. He need he might Michael need to Scott take of the boat. diversity mm-hmm. diversity today's course that's all I'm saying. Oh um, yeah. So then we get uh Pam and Roy sitting at a booth with Jim and Katie and Katie is like it's like we're in high school and we're sitting at the cool table guys. Yep, yep. Um way to be an adult Katie. So she then refers to to Pam and is like, "Hey, were you a cheerleader also?" Uh-huh. Are you guys ever in conversation where you like still hold the title of what you, who you were in high school? Absolutely not. Because yeah, I was neither. nobody. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, me absolutely not because people rarely talk about high school. Andy still thinks she's a cheerleader, though. Yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I am wearing my cheerleader. Do you right want to do the but... A W E S O M E? We're the football superstars. Awesome. <laughs> Adam, why do you know that cheer? I don't know. So, just hear it. so we, we find out that Katie was a cheerleader. And then she asked if Pam was. And Roy is like, Pam, no way. She was artsy fartsy and wore a turtleneck and Those all that stuff. Those are the cool kids. Whatever. Yeah. Now they're the cool kids. Indeed. Yeah. It's like in jump. It's like that movie Jump Street twenty one twenty two. You ever seen those? They make fun of. Oh, those. So yeah, I've seen twenty one. But they make fun of how now back in the day yeah. when Channing Tatum was. In, anyways, <laughs> yeah, the cool kids are now the weird kids yeah. back then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The jocks are yep. like. Honestly, yeah. that's true. My high school class. I hope none of them are listening. Ooh. If you were a cool kid in high school, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> she <nods. laughs> it's a good thing this is not a video medium so they can't see you lying yeah um, so he 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 basically says that pam was artsy fartsy and katie's like oh my gosh that's so funny and jim is like um it's not actually that funny what do you think jim was yeah um he's probably just a cool guy cool guy skater jim. you think he's like a skater kid oh, probably yeah, a little probably bit was. yeah something like that some longer hair or he was like the computer nerd Maybe. Maybe. Did that's we seen... have those in high school? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. The tech, the tech geeks. Yeah, the techies. Yeah. The nerds. Oh, I said, I said tech geeks. Okay. You said techies. That was What's probably a better way to go. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. One is nice, nicer. and one sounds like mm-hmm. a jerk. So they yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you may want to take that captain's hat Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, that's staying on. I, I am the skipper. <laughs> uh, so then, um, Katie and Roy actually kind of start to hit it off. Like, I kind of recognize you. Did you cheer for? Oh, yeah. You know, they kind of start to get to know each other. Um, Gross. She starts doing a cheer at the table, and then Pam Gross is just. Her. <laughs> Pam is just looking at Jim and just rubbing it in like, oh, this is the one you came with. Yeah, it's funny because you just see they make these characters very much as the people who you'd kind of be annoyed with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so then Michael and Brenda from corporate are sort of hanging out and she's like, hey, it's time to start the presentation. Like, mm-hmm. Let's get this ball rolling. And so Michael uh, goes up to the mic and he's ready to start. And he's, I want to talk to you guys about life preservers. But Captain Jack is like, nope. It's time to limbo, limbo, limbo. Yeah. Who wants to grab my stick? Yeah, and then he announces out loud, who wants to hold my stick? Of course, Meredith raises her hand. Of course. But it's Dwight who runs to the forefront. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. He says it's usually a woman who uh, would do this, but Dwight says, hey, I'm stronger. Stronger. Hey, That wimpy stick? It's got nothing on me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Captain Jack and his wimpy stick. Um... (laughs) But then Captain Jack says, you know what? He needs Dwight for a more important uh, task. Yeah. Some responsibility. He needs Dwight to steer the ship. Keep the course true. Counting on you, buddy. Mm -hmm. And Dwight is all about it. He's ready to steer the ship. And he lets us know that he was actually the youngest Pan Am pilot. Pan Am Air. (laughs) At four years old, he got to sit in the cockpit and fly the plane. (laughs) Different world back then, huh? Yeah. He would have landed it. But his dad wanted him back in his seat. <laughs> oh, Dwight. Uh, so Limbo is wrapping up when we go back inside. And Michael wants to start the presentation again. But then Captain Jack calls out dance contest. To which Michael says, all right, so we were going to make it a motivational dance contest. And then he just starts cutting a rug. Yeah. And clearing the dance floor. Yeah, and everybody's looking at him like he's the weird dad at the dance party. Which is kind of true. Has... Michael Scott is the weird dad at any point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was going to say some of the dance moves that he has seem a little familiar, if you know what I mean. But uh, like, you do them? Wait, yeah. me? No. Nope. He didn't do my point move, though. That's true. Oh, point. yeah, the points. Those finger guns. Um, and Michael just basically says, hey, sometimes you can't be the boss that teaches everybody something. Sometimes you got to be the boss who dances. Duh. Mm-hmm. He does that's the what worm. my boss always says. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he does some kind of weird thing where he's like hitting his knees. We're it's all just... imagining our bosses. Nope, <laughs> yeah. they never said that. <laughs> Talks about mating and yeah, dancing. ancient. It was ancient way to share your soul or something. Yeah, something weird like that. Good job, Michael. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back outside, and Dwight is still steering the boat. Angela's like, "Hey, come inside and talk to me." Do you want me to? Do you want us to run a ground woman? Yeah. Do you want us to run a ground woman? <laughs> and I love we get just like a little pan up to the actual control room. Uh huh. The dude who's driving up there, but yep. Jim, uh, or sorry, uh, Dwight is uh, he's taking it very uh, seriously. So uh, we have another clip here, but we go back into the party, and Roy just got done doing a snorkel shot, which never done that. Kind of yeah. sounds kind of cool. <laughs> huh. It does. Yeah. Um, and Pam really wants to find sort of a quieter place to get away from all the craziness. Roy needs to be there to support Daryl, who's taking his shot. Um, so then Jim and Pam head up to the deck 
and sort of have a conversation, but there's also some silence that maybe communicates a little bit more. Check mm. this out. Says it all. It's getting kind of rowdy down there. Yeah. Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. Sometimes I just don't get Roy. The looks. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to say, Pam? Look at Jim's face right now. He's so just like... Oh, man. There's so much being said. So? <laughs> What's it like dating a cheerleader? <laughs> oh. Now, is it right here where Jim sort of... He tells he, her I love you with the eyes. Is this the kiss me face right... It's coming. Oh, he even licked the lips. Oh. Is that the kiss me eyes right there? Maybe. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. <laughs> there's just it's so much you can't see, but there's a lot there there's to a communicate. Lot going on. Oh, she's getting cold, so they're going to head back in. There's so much silence, but there is so much that is said. There's a lot of tension right now. Yes. We should have we filled it in. Oh, Jim, I love you. <laughs> what, what they were saying with their faces. <laughs> he was saying, don't marry him. And she was saying, Ooh, yeah. this is your moment. And he was saying, I don't know, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go back inside. And then booze cruise. And then it's time for some more <laughs> booze cruise. Uh, so then we go back inside to the party, and we got Captain Jack and Jim and Michael and Dwight, and they're all kind of around the bar. And he sort of asks Michael, hey, what's the presentation about? And so Michael kind of tells him, you know, it's this boat sinking analogy, who do you save? And Captain mm-hmm. Jack is like, easy, women and children. <laughs> and Michael says, no, you would save the sales and the profit centers. To which Captain Jack says, that is a stupid analogy. Well, the truth stupid. is, where is he going? Where is the leadership in that? He's we, really we, just elevating a department saying, you guys are most important. All y'all are here to support. We just weren't privy yeah. to the full presentation. Okay. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but when basically when Captain Jack says, that's a stupid analogy, Michael says, well, you probably don't know much about leadership. Right. To which Captain Jack says... I was the captain of a PC-1 Cyclone patrol boat in Desert Storm. Oh. Heavy duty. Yeah, that's leadership. To which then Dwight also says, he knows about leadership. He gave me real responsibility. He delegated to me to steer the ship. (laughs) Oh, Dwight. Oh, Dwight. Uh, And then we get a little cut over to Katie and Pam sitting at a table. And Katie sees Pam's engagement ring. Mm-hmm. To which she says, "How did you pull that off?" My gosh. Two things, as, so like weird. like one, as if, how did you, <clears throat> like how did you coerce yeah, someone yeah. like Roy to propose to you? <laughs> <laughs> lucky girl, <laughs> such a lucky girl. I know, as if he's like this crazy catch. And then you know, secondly, Pam is like, "Well, I've been engaged for three years, so don't ask me." There's no end in sight. I'm not really pulling it off. I guess is what she would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, so then we go back to the guys at the bar and Captain Jack looks at Jim and he's like, Hey, if the office is on fire, who do you save? Uh, to which Jim says, Jim looks to Pam. Yeah. So we know what his answer is. Oh yeah. But his quick, uh, his quick response is, uh, the customer. Cause the customer is king. Um, to which once again, Captain Jack thinks that that's a stupid answer. <laughs> um, but then Roy, drunk Roy comes over. Drunk Roy. Yeah. He hangs on to Captain Jack and is like, hey, man, when you were in the Navy, did you ever almost die? 
which is a great question to ask any veteran. Yeah. Oh, Roy, what are you doing? Um, but then Captain Jack is kind of all about talking about it. He's like, absolutely. And in that moment, I only thought about my first wife. And when I got back to shore, I married her immediately. <laughs> and you just see this moment of clarity. Where it clicked for Roy is first wife. Oh, I can have multiple wives? <laughs> yeah. Sure. If this doesn't I'll work. jump in on this that one. Was- it must have been it. He said, well, he's had multiple wives. Maybe okay, like, that works. maybe if this doesn't work out with Pam, then that's okay. So I'll just, I'll just, yeah. you got to set a date. Yeah. yeah. Well, nothing to be scared of. Nothing to be... Yeah, she's a good first wife. You can always go for number yeah. two. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Jim, we have a clip coming up here. Jim, in that moment, I think has some clarity too. He starts to make a beeline for Pam. He looks to the camera and says, I want to be clear. I would save the receptionist. He's going over to her. I wonder what he's going to say in that moment. Oh, we know. Is he just going to be super honest? Pour Probably. out his heart? Um, Maybe. But right before he gets there, Roy gets on the mic. And he has a little announcement to make. So let's check out this clip. Hey, everybody. Uh, can I get your attention for uh, just a second? You listen to me for a second? He's uh, so drunk. We're <laughs> up at the front and we are Such talking a- about it's really important and Pam, um, I think enough is enough. I think we should set a date for our wedding. Uh, June 10th. Come on, let's do it. No one is more excited about that than Meredith. Jim is devastated. Jim is devastated. Pam is like happy. Crying. She's like, yeah, she's going to weep. Meredith is happy because she knows it's going to be an open bar wedding. Exactly. That's why she's excited. And Jim sits down crush yeah jim looks like he's dead inside this is his mm. moment he was going to be brave he was going to go for it and then timing got him uh so then michael jumps on the uh, everybody's celebrating michael jumps on the mic on the michael jumps on the mic that's weird um, <laughs> he says i don't want to take credit for this but we were talking about what was important back there you know roy you know did i motivate you <laughs> to roy he goes to roy who basically says no it's captain jack, jack. <laughs> captain jack did it so then Captain Jack has the great idea. Hey, I'm the captain of the ship. I could marry you right now. To which I love then Michael yells out, I could marry you right now as the regional manager yeah. of Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Um, but Pam says no. She wants to wait for her mom and dad. To which then Michael also responds, and I'll give you away. Yep. He's trying to grasp Again, at anything. nope. Michael, sit down. Yeah, good old Pam just says, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> so nice. So polite. So this is, it's things start to get serious. So Pam and Roy are dancing romantically. They're celebrating mm-hmm. that they've finally set a date. Romantically. They are. They're like romantically dancing. They're not like bumping and grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Bump and grind. That's right. They're not doing the Macarena. Um, so <laughs> then, bumping and grinding. No, two different examples of mm. non-romantic. You could... Could you do a romantic macarena? I guess so. What about if the hey macarena part? If you get really creative with that part, that could be that could be, be really romantic. tough. If you were doing the macarena, but you were looking straight into someone's eyes, not breaking eye contact. That's right. Moving, <laughs> moving those hips to hey macarena, then probably it could be done. Hey, sure, it could be done. Well, why don't we try it at the next wedding? All right. The next person getting married, send us an invitation. We'll go there and try this. We'll out. go. Yeah, we'll put it on Patreon. Um. <laughs> So they're dancing romantically, and Katie and Jim are sort of kind of outside. We see them through a window, mm-hmm. and Katie is just smitten, and she's like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. She's like, do you ever think that'll be us one day? 
To which Jim very sternly says, no. no. And she's just like, what, what is going on? Like, why did you even invite me? Like, what's your problem? That's what we were thinking. Exactly. Uh-huh. To which Jim says, you know what? Let's break up. <laughs> yeah. He is very hurt, hurt right now. And yeah. Is there a worse place to break up with somebody than on a small oh, boat in the middle of a lake? An, an airplane might be one of those places. Oh, too. yeah, for sure. So, but Dang. yeah, it's bad. Yeah, not not a lot of forethought there, but good on Jim for just saying, you know what, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off. We're just going for this. Mm-hmm. We are done. So then uh, Captain Jack and Meredith decide to sneak away. Grrr. Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all it needs to be said there. <laughs> and then this is actually one of my favorite parts. Probably one of my favorite parts in almost any episode. Michael is sitting there and he's getting seasick. Yeah. <laughs> he's throwing up. <laughs> and Dwight says, oh, are you sick? Captain Jack says, you should look at the moon. <laughs> to which Michael Scott says, in in between wretches right before he barfs, he says, yeah, well, Captain Jack is a fart face. <laughs> <laughs> and then he barfs into it. <laughs> Jack is a fart face. I love it because it takes everything, it takes all of the fortitude in Michael to get that line out before the next wave of barf comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we killed Jack as a fart face. Yeah. <laughs> such a great, great oh, thing to call somebody. I love, <laughs> I just love that so much. That is one of my favorite, favorite moments. Um, uh. So then, uh, you know, Brenda pops back over and Michael's like, it's showtime. It's time to motivate. It's time to blow some minds. And so he gets on the mic again and uh, starts the presentation, which consists of him telling everybody, hey, the ship is sinking. It will be on the bottom of the lake in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. There's not enough life rafts or space on the boats for everybody. Um, Just, he just creates a lot of panic in that moment yeah. and uh, captain jack and meredith come running in and it's pretty obvious what they have been doing <laughs> they've been doing something yeah she's naked wearing only a life preserver life preserver yeah life jacket mm-hmm. uh and then michael ends up in the brig so we got another clip coming up here um but jim then decides decides to go and visit michael in the brig and he sort of spills his guts to Michael, and there's kind of a cool interaction they have here. So let's check this clip out. Uh, tell you the truth, I used to have a big thing for Pam. Used to as in five minutes ago. <laughs> right. You're kidding me. You and Pam? Wow. I would have never <laughs> put you two together. You really hit it well. <laughs> you hit it well. <laughs> We really have a radar for stuff like that. Oh my gosh. You know, I made out with Jan. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Felt Pam was cute. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Jim. She's really funny. Thinking about a lot of stuff. She's warm and she's just. Anyway. Well, if you like her so much, uh, don't give up. She's engaged. BFD. Engaged ain't married. BFD. <laughs> what does BFD mean? Big effing deal. Oh. Huh. Never, ever, ever give up. Well, I mean, until she's married, then please give up. Don't worry, yeah. Michael. And then Dwight. 
Down. I'm taking us to shore. <laughs> it's a fake wheel, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Michael. So Let there you be. go. And so uh, as the episode wraps up, maybe it wasn't the way that he thought it was going to go, but Michael does do some he inspiring. somebody. And yeah. some motivating after all. Yeah, he so. did. Yeah. He inspired me. So there you go. And then the uh, the episode ends. Now, here's just something that's interesting. I, I love that you guys just start to ignore me. Like Andy's just on no, here. She's we, just... That's fine. Let her, let her say what she wants to say. I do have to tell you that one of my friends who listens, she said, I love how you keep giving your little zingers and they just move right along. Oh <laughs> and I did it right now and I'm like, oh, that is so true. We're just, we're just keeping things moving. Yeah, it's... I love it. That was perfect. I'm thinking about what the next point is that I want to cover. She told me that and I didn't notice it. I'm going to be completely honest Would with you, you right now. I'm thinking of the next point I'm going to cover. And so what you said in that moment, I didn't even hear what you just said. Because I'm trying to think of the segue. to the next no conversation around either. it. There's no conversation around it. So moving on actually is the next best thing. Dang it just it. makes oh, me laugh God. because she pointed it out. And I was like, oh, I never noticed that. Oh, I just. There it was right there. Adam, I am trying to figure out the segue. So you have to have my back in that moment okay. and laugh no, at what you said. No, no, no. <laughs> That no, was funny, I should Andy. have pointed it out because no, that's, that's awesome. what makes it hilarious. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to happen. I guarantee it. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so then the episode ends. And what's interesting is the entire time that this episode is running, I'm waiting for a specific moment, which is when Creed puts on the guitar and just shreds the guitar. Oh. And it never happens. Mm. And so I'm sitting here going, what the heck? Is this like... You know the whole like uh, Mandela effect. Yes, you I know that? exactly. What okay, you're I'm saying, going. Yeah. Did I make this up? Did I? And so what I found out is that this was actually a deleted scene that is sometimes included. Like I think gotcha. it's included on the DVD version or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. If you've never seen it, go Google or go on YouTube or something like that and look up uh, Creed. You know, shreds the guitar or Booze Cruise Creed guitar, something yeah. like that. Because there's this awesome moment where Michael we should have just looked it up. Michael is wanting to uh, just keep going, ignore. Her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cool moment where basically michael's wanting to get the party started he straps on a guitar plays horribly uh-huh but then out of nowhere creed puts it on and just shreds uh. and apparently creed the real creed in real life it's the oldness he was like in a band back in the 60s and 70s legitimately like he's a very good musician oh, I bet. I and bet. so go look up that clip because he just on that note in future in a future season there is actually a deleted scene that actually made it on the air uh-huh. on NBC originally and then they took it off later because it was considered too far which is amazing oh. for a show like this what? okay you'll well, have to I'll, I'll show you when yeah. it comes up but it, it was it aired and I remember watching it on TV when it aired and then now on Netflix it's not anywhere on that episode oh, okay yeah so, you'll have to point that out but what, what is it <clears throat> what to wait and see spoilers yeah, yeah. Patreon. so there you go alright so this brings us to the part of the episode where we will take a look at a prank that Jim pulled and he definitely pulled one this time right from the very beginning definitely he puts Dwight's stuff in the vending machine so let me real quick let's take a look at the leaderboard to break this down first place right now 26 Shroot Bucks is Jim puts Dwight's desk in the office mm-hmm. second place Jim and Pam put Dwight's resume online that's 23 Shroot Bucks and then tied for third we have Jim uh, is left satisfied and smiling. And uh, also, it's my Dwight in a box. So, Jim puts Dwight's stuff in the vending machine. That was fun. Nine. Not, uh, see, not Whoa. as good as bathroom. You don't think it's as good as putting the desk in the bathroom? Oh, this is up there with it. a lot. 
a lot of work and this this was outside coordination though with the vending machine guy he did yeah he did have to bring in an outside party and conspire okay obviously it seems like pam was in on it that's fun he somehow got his hands on dwight's pro thief and i know that stealing wallets is hard (laughs) 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 you guys laugh as if it's not true rob where's your wallet right now Mine's in my pocket. Oh my right gosh, now. it's in the vending machine. Okay, okay. I'm going to say eight. Okay. That's a good one, but it wasn't, you know. Okay. Oh, interesting. I, I feel like it took a lot of forethought. It took sure. conspiring with a third party. He got the nickels. I wonder if conspiring with this third party, the vending machine guy, like, could this get him in trouble? Like, he had to yeah. figure out a way to get this guy to be like, like hey, come on. Man. That's true. Yeah. You know? Um,. I think I'm also gonna go with eight. Ooh, I think it was good. Interesting. So that puts us at a total. Does that tie it up? Twenty-five. Oh, that puts oh. it in a solid second wrong. place. Okay. So Dang. first place, Jim puts Dwight's desk in the bathroom. Second place, Dwight in the vending machine, and then now third place, Dwight. Or sorry, Jim and Pam put Dwight's resume. All right. All okay. right. So that's your new leaderboard, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gents. Still, still in the front runner. Mm. Desk in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so this brings us to the part in the episode where we like to head over to that good Dunder Mifflin <laughs> subreddit and check out some quality content that Adam Jones is bringing. Make sure you check out the show notes because we have a link to this post where you can go and click on it and see exactly what we're getting ready to take a look at and talk about. So, Adam Jones, what do you got for us today? All right. I got something that I found when I just pulled up Reddit today. And I had other ones that I had saved, but this one is perfect. So June just wrapped up. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I see everywhere, June is very celebrated for Pride Month. Mm -hmm. And I see see in our neighborhood, like the flags up and everything. And and there's parades and all these types of things. And there's been memes going around Reddit for a long time just about how like companies basically jump onto this Mm -hmm. as like a way of furthering their own. Sure. It's really, it's almost a way for them to kind of sell, sell themselves. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it really, and it, yeah. So no matter what you think about it, it, I mean, it's business is just saying, how can we get more attention and likes and shares and things like that? So then this one is, so we've already interacted with Todd Packer, so you guys would understand that this makes sense. But uh, this has got, I'm surprised it actually has this many upvotes. I thought people might be kind of triggered triggered by this. Almost 8,000 upvotes. Yes. So. It says at the top companies now that Pride Month is over. So these so are com- now that it's July. Yeah, companies now that Pride Month is over. Companies companies oh. are doing this, and it's Todd Packer, and he says, <laughs> "What's up? Still queer?" Oh my gosh, <laughs> Packer! And look at Michael Scott's face. Yeah, he's, he's like loving this. Oh my gosh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, come so, on, Packer. Uh, still queer. Yeah, so we're gonna give user P W G M A N. I mean, I don't know. It's a bunch of letters. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I can't read. Blah, blah, blah. Pl- pl- the user pl- pl- who posted this is going to get a Dundee and Silver from us for some great original content. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good comments. Oh, oh no. Yeah, you're okay, going to want to find this That one. first comment is really good. It says, also companies after Pride Month, your gayness isn't what defines you. And then it says your Mexicanness, but it's crossed out. Strike it says through. your money havingness is. <laughs> Good old Michael Scott. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, uh, 
Packer and Michael Scott are like the perfect storm of just offend, oh, offend oh, I would hang out with them. That would be so fun. Oh, my gosh. All right. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, for supporting the show. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and rate on iTunes. Like we said, if you leave us a five-star, we will read it live on the air. Hey, even if you hate us, just give us a five-star. Yeah, give and us five-star. And then five you can let us know how much you don't like us. You can change it later. In the comments. No, yeah. don't. Just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you tell a friend about the show. Uh, check us out on Patreon uh, at an office pod. Uh, also, everywhere on social media, at an office pod, A-N office pod. Um, and yeah, for three bucks a month, you get access to the after party at Poor Richard's. Today, we're putting up video. It, you don't want to miss this one. The birthday it's a heist. a lot of goodness. Of the At birthday the And heist. spoiler alert, it's a song. That's right. Mm. Now, your homework for this week. Go out there and tell someone how you feel before Drunk Roy gets on the mic. Mm, feels yeah. good. Don't yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah. someone how you feel, and then make sure you watch Season 2, Episode 12, The Injury. We've got a lot of people who are looking forward to this one. Mm. And we have a special guest joining us. Yeah, we do. <gasps> That's right. Oh, our yeah. friend Ethan. Is. Now, if you followed our antics. Poparuni. That's right. Ethan Poparuni. His real last name, Poparuni. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you followed our antics with the Office Trivia Bar Crawl. That's right. Ethan Pope joined us. He was part of our team. He was Date Mike. Yeah, he oh, was. Big Office fan. Big fan of the injury episode. <laughs> so he's going to be sitting in next week with and us. And big fan of dancing on the dance floor like a wild man. That's right. It's the oh. ancient art of expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and he knows all about it. So he's going to be joining us. So make sure you subscribe and tune in for that because it's going to be really awesome. And that so. was a lie. I've never seen him dance. Too bad. Maybe he'll do Macarena and look, oh, look yeah. straight into Adam Jones' Patreons. eyes. Patreons. We'll Ooh. record that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And this was Everybody, Everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference room. room. Y'all ready for a birthday heist? Get to work. Let's Woo. go.